Feeling world-weary, disheartened by politics, enraged by racism? I'm Michelle Myers, and in my podcast, Mind Your Margins, I draw on my experience as a professor, activist, and poet to foster a space for listeners where it's humanly possible to make humanity possible. Each episode, I discuss difficult topics focused on marginalized identities and encourage mindfulness and self-care. As an Asian American woman, I emphasize the experiences of people of color, especially Asian American Pacific Islanders, immigrants and the children of immigrants, and multiracial, multicultural perspectives. I hope you'll join me. From Anchor.fm, out of Philadelphia, I'm Quincy Stallworth with Quince Questions. It's Friday, March the 8th, and we have a treat for you. Today we talk with singer, songwriter, musician, producer, just all-around great artist, Leah Meneker. Leah Meneker is known for her style of mixing jazz and blues and soul and pop. She just makes a great gumbo of music and we will be listening to some of her latest music of her latest album. We'll hear about some stuff she got coming up in the future. Make sure you guys scroll to the bottom of this interview now for our incredible interview with Leah Meneker. But first, a message from our most gracious sponsors and sponsors who I'd like you to listen to their podcast to because I got so many numbers, I gotta share them with other people. Hi, my name is David Ford, and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, The Man, The Father, The Legend. I host conversations with fathers and husbands about our experiences in hopes to encourage, support, and motivate others alike. Join us every Tuesday at 6 a.m. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. Also, you can find us on Instagram at ManFatherLegend. Thank you, and I look forward to you joining in in our conversation. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hey y'all, my name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Media Empire, LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you. Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Starworth. I'm here with the amazing Leah Maneker. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
expecting the crowd to be like that. I didn't expect I, that. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's, pleasantly it's, surprised. It's always <laughs> too loud in my ear. I have to I have to get these levels adjusted. This is ridiculous. So I've been looking forward to talking to you for a very long time. I I, uh-huh. I, I hope you feel the same. If, yes. if not, too bad. I got you. All right. So <laughs> let us talk about your incredible journey of music. Because I've been listening to everything from your first EP, or I'm sorry, album to tw- in 2016. You 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 put out, no, was it 20, 2018? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, man. I should have had all that detail down, written down. No, on- you're right. You're yeah. right. 2016, it, yeah. I think it, for some reason, I released it on Spotify later or something. But it was released... At some point earlier, 2016. Yeah, like, yeah. You just, yes, <laughs> you yes, it. that's it. 2016, I was right. And, uh, Animal Behavior, you put out in 2016. First of all, it's got some haunting cover art on here. Um, but that's not the music I want to focus on. What I want to focus on is some of your latest hot tracks because you do really great music and I'm really glad to have you on. But I can't help, and this is a compliment what I'm going to say to you right now. What does it feel like to be the only person taking music seriously? Because a lot of people don't take it seriously anymore. And it's like, you can hear it. I can hear that you actually are concerned how this music sounds and how it comes out. And then I run into a group of people who they just like, I took guitar lessons, a piano class, and here you go. And you're like, no, that sounds terrible. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What, what 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 makes you tick as far as a, a songwriter as far as as far as a producer as far as a, a, a vocal arranger of your own music that's a good question well when you say vocal arranger you kind of hit it on the head there um i'm i always think of myself as a vocalist first and so i always i always hear the vocals first and in a lot of especially my later stuff um i've really enjoyed using vocals as um instruments in the in the in the most ways possible i think that you know it is the most flexible instrument that we all have you don't have to go out and buy it we all have a voice and um it's incredible what we can do with it so i love playing with that and i'm really inspired by artists like kimbra who really go to town and and um use use the voice to to almost emulate other things and so so that's one thing that um that certainly makes me tick and then i think um i like i like i like minimalism but Hmm. also um telling a story in a way that like it kind of hits you deeper the more you hear it like a lot of people hear my stuff and they're like well you know um, I don't really understand your lyrics. I'm like, listen, like five more times, because <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like things that kind of make you think a little deeper. Um, but yeah, think all that. <laughs> so you have this great voice, and you said I touched on a uh, point when I said vocal arranger, and this is something I've always said. Uh, Notice you are a singer producer, and you're a vocal coach and a vocal arranger. One of the, the things that I've noticed with artists, and I say this a lot behind the scenes to my wife and to other people who uh, work with me in music, I say, you know, there has to be a vocal arranger in, in a lot of these studios that these artists, they always exclude the vocal arranger because you want to save money. So I don't need <laughs> that person. 
So, but there needs to be a vocal arranger because a lot of artists have just raw power. And it's almost like someone is like turning the uh, the, the nozzle on a fire hose full strength on some of, Philly has a lot of great singers, but some of them just run the fire hose at full strength all the time. And yeah. a, a vocal ranger will come in and say, hey, you need to, you know, pull back. Don't give them, don't give them all that much water all the time. And then when it, when you get to the, uh, the Whitney Houston or the Celine Dion uh, parts where you, or Michael Bolton parts where you can belt the notes, then you belt. Yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself like, uh, like just saying, hey, you know, just a little less of that, a little more of that with other artists? Because I can tell you do it for yourself. Yeah, I'm really picky with vocals. Um, and some of it is um, just your own opinion, you know, so um, there's that. But um, I just there it's amazing. Like you can change so much with and this is like when I'm doing vocal coaching, what I what I like to work on, too, is like a single vowel change or approach to a vowel um, can change your whole sound. Um, and so um, you know, there's just so much you can do for style and for uh, emotion and for all these things. And yet somehow I find most many people think of the voice as like, oh, well, I can sing, but I'm trying to be better at guitar. Oh, well, I can sing, but mm -hmm. I'm and I'm like, interesting. Like, yeah, you can sing, but like, that's its own voice. It's its own instrument too. So like, maybe there's stuff you can improve on that, you know? So it's just, again, if there's, we can do more. It's the most resonant instrument, one of them in the world, just your own voice, you know? So for sure. You're absolutely right. And speaking of voice, let's talk about, uh, first of all, you have this great EP titled I am Kairos and I looked up Kairos and, and it, of course it was, uh, the, uh, the sun and, and some definitions, uh, in, in some cultures, it was, it was actually Cyprus and the God of the sun. Uh, what, what are you, are you saying you are the sun? Because so, I got sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> so there are so many different meanings of Kairos, which I didn't realize when I chose it. Um, but um, it was a Greek concept that um, referred to time in not a chronological way, but in, in uh, like thinking of occurrences sort of in your life. That's like a very general way to put it. I mm -hmm. hope there's not some like philosopher out there. I mean, like she's wrong. Yeah. Um, but um, I really loved that because when I made that EP, that was my, um, it was my debut self-producing EP. And at a time, I mean, uh, at a time when I was noticing so many changes in myself, it was um, like, feeling in my early 30s like you know what if this like idea of chasing a dream or whatever is not as important as like being present for the people around me that I love like it, just this maturing of um what matters to me now in my 30s instead of what mattered to me in my 20s and um it was a lot of shifting for me um and kind of delving deep and deeper into music as a business as well which um made more shifts in me and so i i actually mm -hmm. that was on 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 twitch i i started a twitch profile at the time and was like i don't I don't want to use my name because because there's nothing wrong with my name, but along with Leah Meneker comes 
my entire life's worth of like connotations in my head and memories and things that like push me to be a certain way. But if I change it to a different name, maybe I'll try new things and be like something that feels a little bit newer and fresher. And it did push me to do that. And so that, that EP was like a different sound. Like you said, animal behavior, you know, that, that one was quite different from, <laughs> from um, the EP. So, so yeah, I went with that name and I mean, it's a whole long story of why I don't use it anymore and whatnot. I don't know if that's like too long or if you want to hear that. Well, but. yeah, yeah. Well, well, why don't you use Kairos anymore? So when I was releasing that EP, it was actually called Stranger. And then I noticed um, yeah, I, I had one song I released from there. I can't remember which one exactly. It was the first release, but um, people had a lot of trouble finding it because I, I did. I had done my research. It was like K Y R. I used K Y R O, but it was that slashed O oh, that they use in certain languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That slash O and then S because no one had that. But I didn't right. think like when you type that in and Spotify, like, it, it doesn't really register that it's different and so it comes up with all these other kairos my music got mixed because i got mixed up on another profile and so i knew it was an issue and then um i was i was talking to a couple of people and they were like I, I just thought it was kind of weird you changed your your name because like you have a unique name no one else yeah. has that and yeah. So it kind of came to full circle between the, the the trouble releasing it and then the realization that I processed through all these songs, sort of the shifts and that maybe I didn't need to change my name. Like I could just be me and be whatever I wanted to be. And so it's sort of an alter ego, but I, I you know, Kairos is just, I guess a, a piece of my history now. I don't know. And in Kairos, you have this really great song name uh titled imprinted and in this song you have some incredible vocals you have some it's it's uh it's it's noir it's futuristic you know um uh, uh, blade runner it's blade runner uh um chinatown with uh with, with jack nicholson but in the future <laughs> noir sounding um uh, just just tell me you know tell me what this song is about but you know, you want to tell me what this song was about? Because I was really trying to figure this song out. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the last songs I I wrote. And I was just really, there were all these things that I could, it's just frustrations about things in society and culture that we all either ignore or don't want to admit. Um, every line, like, has its own... Um, its own specific, like, almost call out of, like... Um, uh, it's like there's there, I want to like almost pull up the lyrics so I can think of like the one um, that stands out to me the most let's see, let's up real right. quick um, oh like the, the um, who we are if we win or if we lose but there's this idea that especially in, in like the creative business like the music business um, you know if you get a hit single or you know if you get this many fans or this people to your show you feel a certain way like you won um and if you are struggling in a certain period of life you feel like you you're losing and there's this connotation that society through social media you know people won't say it outright but there's this feeling like yeah. you're a lesser person and obviously you aren't yeah. <laughs> um but there's all these things that about society in that song that um the frustrations that i threw in there but um but the ultimate idea with the chorus is like you are um 
you are what you say you are um so if you don't want to be um don't want to feel like you're losing then you aren't losing if you want to be if you if you say you are happy because you have all the components in your life that make you happy then you're happy so it's, it's sort of like you're not you're not what society is throwing at you you are what you want to be i love that idea and for those of you who are listening <laughs> i am with the amazing leah maniker i will leave links in the description her music's available on spotify itunes and all streaming platforms this is leah maniker with imprinted i feel what i am I am not what I feel Senses are obstacles to our
This is Quincy Starworth. I'm here with the amazing Leah Menica. We just finished listening to Imprinted. That is a great song. I got to tell you, uh, the production is phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Thank you. That's my new word. <laughs> I say incredible too much, so I'm trying to cut back on the incredible. Okay. So what's the most fulfilling part of what you do as a, a vocal coach, as a producer, as a singer? As a live performance artist, and, and and what do you look forward most to doing? Because I can tell you, I hate practicing music, but I love to sit in front of a crowd and play music. I hate recording music, but I love people listening to my music and saying, "Oh man, Quincy, that's real good." You know what I'm saying? So we all yeah. we all have those yeah. things. Yeah. Well, um, it for vocal coaching, it's a little different for for that. Um, I love when people, I love helping people discover their voice. Um, it's my favorite thing because, and especially working with older people, I've worked with a couple seven year olds or so who just have always wanted to take voice lessons and never have. And it's like, they, they hear themselves sing in new ways and then they're shocked by it. And that's so cool to, to see that at that age, you know, cause it's such a personal thing, your voice. I just love helping people feel free in their voice and feel their own style so that they can express in the best way for them. Um, and then, so that's very different from like my own music. Um, I have to tell you, I feel like this is an unpopular opinion, but I personally love crafting the song in the studio. I'm mm -hmm. just, I, something about the studio is just like, a little home or a cave or something for me right. and I just feel like when I'm alone I I can think of all the things I want and I just I love like creating the piece of art exactly as I want it to be heard um but you know like each each thing I do is its own thing I love the most like I do love performing live and of course connecting with people that's the best way to do it so yeah your question's hard because it depends what I'm doing but <laughs> Um, Most yeah. musicians say they love the studio, I've noticed, until they get in, especially guitars. Guitars say they love the studio, so they get in and they have to play 80 different tracks of, 80, of the same guitar riff, and they have to play each track several times so they can get it right. And after that, guitarists, you'll, you know, they're like, oh, they, they, they look like, oh, the studio is like, it's like, you know, it's slave work in the studio. But, <laughs> um, but vocalists tend to love the studio. And you, I think, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a pianist. So, uh, but I, I know that vocalists tend to love the studio because it's like, you know, I get to find out, you know, I get to stretch my muscles here and I can be heard better. 
And it's not like, yeah. you know, a live performance where guitarists like the live performance, so forth, so on. So that's why yeah. I throw that out there. And, uh, you know, that, that's a very, very unique idea you have. So let's talk about this great song, Bubble, a single you released uh, last year. I think it was 2021. It doesn't matter. You released this great single. <laughs> and But before we talk about this song, let's talk about this video. This video is so, uh, is so Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I was watching this thing, and it's like not this Beetlejuice the movie. I don't know if anyone remembers the Beetlejuice cartoon, but uh, it is it is so perfect. It's also a, a little bit of MTV Daria. I don't know if you're old enough yes, to remember that. Yes, I get that all the time. Yeah, yep. man, it's so cool, and I just like I want to you know be in this video. Maybe I'll draw myself, in, you know, like in one of the uh, on the streets uh, as the band's <laughs> walking by or something. What, how, how, did, how did all this come about? And who, who directed and created this video? So it was created and um, drawn and directed and everything by um, Robert Vaughn is, is his name. Okay. okay. And he is local to Philly. Um, and um, I believe he's still local to Philly. Um but um i had i knew that i wanted an animation to this one because i wanted it to to feel fun i mean i think the song is is kind of funky and fun and i had just released that ep before with a lot of heavy songs i just wanted something light and so i just searched around and through i guess a bunch of um kind of word of mouth referrals i i landed on robert and um he drew the character first he drew me um, and once we got that, um, we kind of settled on like the different scenes and he just, he nailed it. He really, I'm so happy with it. It is a great video and I'm not into cartoons anymore. I think that's one of the poisons of adulthood, but <laughs> this one gets me in my feels and I, it's probably the art style. It's a little Betty Boop also yeah. mixed with, uh, the nightmare before Christmas stuff going on here it's very very perfect uh will there be more cartoon videos and and, and why not <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd like to it, it is a little bit more pricey because of all the work they have to do um but once i once i you know make it big and i make all the big bucks yeah just use your credit <laughs> card you don't you don't need to make it big just use your credit card eh? there you go yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this song bubble which uh is first of all you also have a remix for it and and that's really good i mean you, you know a song is good when when it when a dj hears it and goes i'm gonna i'm gonna take a swing at that i love that i love that <laughs> so what, what what was what what is bubble about and was any soap hurt during the recording of this song <laughs> no soap hurt no okay. soap hurt no okay. worries there right. um bubble i hate to be the typical like this is the covid song but th i wrote it right right when covid sort of started or i started writing it then and um um i i just you know we're we're in this weird bubble like what is going on and like i think i'm going crazy but i didn't want it to be sad or be like frustrated i just wanted it to be fun because i felt like we all need something fun right now um and i i started writing it um 
I believe on Twitch. I was doing that for a while, just having these sessions on there where I would stream live and kind of just make a loop and then be like, all right, everyone throw out like a topic or an idea, like bubble or whatever it was. And I just would improv and have fun and then go back later and turn it into an actual song. Um, and so that's what I did with this one. And then I believe I want, I, I was like, you know, I, I should sort of record the process I go through when turning this into a song. And so on my Patreon, I, that was kind of a series I did of like, follow along. Okay. Here's the songwriting, um, originals, like start to it. And then, you know, I'm going to add and play with the. Uh, percussion a little bit and then you know and so i went through the whole thing and mm -hmm. it kind of followed along and it was really fun i like it i like it for those of you who just joined us or have forgotten that you were listening this is the amazing leah maniker you are about to listen to our latest greatest and awesome song bubble because this is all in your mind This is Quincy Stallworth, and I'm back with the most phenomenal, the amazing 
via Manicure. Thank you. You see how you get people, you get them all worked up, and then, and then you know, you got to throw them out of the studio. This is really not a studio. People what can I say? Know. I have that effect. I have that effect on people. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm on, I've been on every uh, social media platform you have Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Patreon. You have an email address, website, all of that will be the links down below, plus video link to the video bubble. We just finished listening to Bubble. Might I say to you how and you have a Twitter page. God bless you. Let me tell you something. And you have a TikTok page. Yes. I followed <laughs> you on TikTok. Let me tell you something. I really appreciate artists that use social media to their advantage now you don't have to be on twitter all day checking what someone said about you you don't have to you have to be on twitter cursing out number 45 or complaining about gas prices to 46 you don't have to be on instagram stalking you know um, kim kardashian from across the street and threatening uh, her, her latest boyfriend you, you know you can use these platforms to your advantage you don't even have to be on them just 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 log on save your password and when, when you have something new, you put it up. You don't have to be on YouTube. If you compare yourself to everyone on YouTube, you'll go crazy. You'll, you'll say, oh, you know, oh, my video is not as great or my song is not as great. And it's not that. It's just comparison is the greatest thief to joy. So how do you manage to be on all of these social media platforms and stay joyous as an artist? Oh my gosh, that is tricky because it's not always that way. Oh. <laughs> um, but I just try to stay really in tune with how it's all making me feel. If, if you know, I go through periods where I, I kind of back out a little bit and and just kind of maybe not post as much or not check it as much. And um, I actually have a friend who we message each other if we're on it too much. Mm -hmm. like stop me i'm on instagram too much um and then when i come kind of out of that phase i go back in and i i sort of plan out okay um you know make this day kind of when you do that make this day when maybe you post about this and in the afternoon just like look at other people's stuff don't worry about you know posting your own stuff and i, I try to keep a little bit of a schedule and just again yeah just w when it's too much i'm like okay go outside go for a walk spend time with the dog don't do this anymore for a minute you know you know it's so interesting too because i know um uh, i know artists who um i tell them create a twitter page you don't have to be on there you'd be surprised how often i'm in chat with uh, other people in the industry who are on twitter twitter is like the cb radio of the internet not everybody owns a cb radio but there's still a market out there for it so i tell people you know, at least have an account. So when I talk about you to other people, you know, the one time in two years you check it, you'll see all of these chats and talks about you and people will follow you. And those conversations will lead them to your Instagram page, which then leads them to the link on the bottom of your Instagram page, which takes them to the uh, Spotify or the Apple iTunes page or to, and to your website. The goal is to have you know, what I love. My wife's a graphic designer and we both talk about this. There's mm -hmm. nothing better than getting lost in an artist. I actually got lost into your 
social media presence for at least two hours. Now that's a good oh, trip. Wow. That's a <laughs> good <I'm> trip. <laughs> that's a great trip. You take me on a, a, a voyage. First, I find you on, um, I find you on, I was already following you on, uh, on, on Instagram from, uh, for, w- for when Kevin, uh, contacted me, your, uh, mm-hmm. your guy. So not your guy guy for those of you who are listening, but, but <laughs> you know, your, your, your connect, your plug, yeah. as we say yeah. on the streets in the drug trade, for those of you who are interested. <laughs> Man, but, you're making me all kinds of. <laughs> <laughs> your plug. So, uh, you, you, you know, I got lost into your social media, um, presence and it's, awesome to do that I, I go to your facebook page i'm scrolling down I'm, I'm reading stuff i'm liking stuff and then i go to your instagram and i'm liking everything then i'm going to youtube i'm watching videos and watching a lot of performers oh she has a twitch channel so then i go over to your twitch channel i watch that i get lost into it i'm like wow that's crazy oh she posts she she does live shows okay and let me check out the uh twitter okay she's on twitter she's got this song with this artist on Twitter, I was just looking at, I was just talking to my wife about the Twitter page. I was like, she's got this song with this artist named Jay Clay, uh, Jay Clay first. Jay Clay. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, all of the, so then I listened to that song. So I'm listening to Jay Clay a little. So then, oh, she's on Patreon. It's like, oh, I don't have any money, but I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and so then I find, you know, you have your email newsletter. I can, you know, I can get the newsletter and then you have your great website. So, I got lost into the 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 stratosphere of Leah Meneker. <laughs> well, actually, thank you because sometimes I probably get hard on myself that you know I'm like like you say I have I have a Twitter page, but I'm I'm I never well I don't never go on it, but I'm probably on it the least. You know I'm pretty. I think that's the that's the key though, having all the pages, but really only focusing on what you can manage at the time. So yeah, thank you. I feel feel a little bit better about my social media presence now and and, and, and that's important you'd be surprised you'd be surprised like i i I really believe i only got my job at so far because of my social media presence so people Mm. have an overall idea who i am they see oh quincy's a photographer oh he does a podcast oh he does he does editing for a magazine oh wow you know so oh you know you can you can talk to people i know you know they that sort yeah. of thing works out works out in your favor. I know I, I understand, you know, the, the the negative aspects of it. And and you gotta do like you said, you gotta go out, you gotta take a walk. But I can't tell you enough. I praise you for your social media presence. Thank you. And I and actually sometimes definitely negative effects sometimes, but on the other hand, I've met so many people. I mean, I'm I'm starting a new song with a Brazilian um like beat maker producer who I met through Instagram. So oh. Yeah, it's cool what you can, what you can, who you can meet through these platforms. Now I want to talk to you about some new music that you've released, and it, it, you teamed up with these songwriters, and I'm going to mispronounce their name, so please correct me as I go along. Uh, uh, it's, it's a duo Nate called Welcome to Campfire, uh, both Ingrid Captain and Tony Bordanero. Or- Tony Bordanero. Yeah, you. so so they're actually not songwriters. They're dancer choreographers, actors, oh. um, and they um, they created this sort of immersive dance play, which no one knows what a dance play is. Every time I say that, but it's basically um, a play that's mostly told through choreographed movement, um, very uh-huh. little dialogue. Um, 
and they wanted a score for it. And so I did this 35 or so minute score for them, which was so cool, including this this song. Um, and so basically I, you know, I watched their movement um, to create the, this song and, and all the music and um, they performed it live in New York um, to the score. So it was really, really cool. That's gotta be a real boosty ego. That, that's gotta be a boosty ego. Um, the idea that you did a score for an off-Broadway play, that, that's, that's pretty big. It was one of the most fulfilling things I've done in, in like recent times because it just, it was just a, a totally different thing, right? Than creating, you know, a track, a single or an album, you know, and to have the movement inspire it. It was just, it was an, a creative um, challenge, which I really loved. I Do did. you understand the greatness, the level of, of <laughs> excellence that is? I mean, listen, I'm happy to get a part in a play. I'm an actor. As well. <laughs> oh, I didn't I'm, know that. I'm happy to get a part in a play. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll dance, I'll dance and and I'll and I'll and, and not well because I'm not a dancer, but you know I'm happy to get a part in a play. You did a a score to a theatrical dance play in New York City. That's that's New York is pretty up there for those of you who who are like jaded. Let me tell you, that's pretty great. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. You know, I appreciate that. I'm I'm addicted. I'm like, I asked them like, any more scores you need? Yeah, <laughs> I'm your girl. That's how it starts. That's how yeah. it starts. You know, some yeah. of our favorite producers, I'm sorry, directors have their favorite. Uh, oh, what's the word? Conductor, or, uh, composers. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. of our favorite uh, uh, directors, they have their favorite composers for every film they use. Uh, many. Many playwrights have their favorite composers for their work. So there we go. So before we go and play sailing, is there anything you want to say about the song before we play? Um, yeah, you know, it, I do think it stands alone as its own song. It, it's a cover song that was originally from the 70s. The Sutherland Brothers wrote it. Rod mm -hmm. Stewart made it famous. But I do love, like, you know, how it's connected to the show. So it, the show is called Subject. Um, by Welcome to Campfire. And this song is sort of the climax of the show when it, the show's, in a nutshell, it's sort of a, a dystopian setting in New York City where there's been a, like a lot of war and the, the, these two people are the subject of a new drug um, that erases your memories. Mm. And you follow them along through the show, like they're taking the drug and what happens to them. And this um, comes toward, towards the end um, when they start to, their memories have been erased, but they sort of start to remember parts of each other through movement and through whatnot. And then, so the song comes on during that time. I love it. For those of you listening, I'm talking to the amazing Leah Menneker. You can find her music on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. Links will be in the description down below. Please uh, listen to this music. Uh, we got more after this song. This is Leah Menneker with Sailing.
to be free. Thank you so much, <laughs> Leah Benneker, oh, for, for, for coming on. I, but, you know, I got two more questions I'm supposed to ask you, and I yeah. messed up. It's going to sound weird in the interview, and someone's going to yell at me later about this. So, <laughs> what's next for the amazing Leah Benneker? So, I have um, two songs. Uh, two songs coming out one or wait two three three <laughs> one <laughs> one scheduled actually released to come out on March 25th so by the time this airs it'll have been out called Losing My Mind um, and then I'm working on two other ones one is um, just another original that I'm doing um, that kind of talks about loss but from a perspective of um, the layered feeling of what it means to experience it you know it's not just like oh this is a sad song about loss i'm trying to <laughs> cover the full spectrum of you know what it means to live with loss and then um the other one is a collab with a brazilian beat maker producer mortal vmg mm. which i'm looking forward to so um those three things yeah i think that's it so you know I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your music. Uh, my wife's a fan of your music. Uh, the people who who help write the script, Jenny Gilmore. I'm sorry about that static. Uh, she's also a fan of your music. Uh, so I need to know, what do we do as fans to support your music? So um, the greatest thing you could do would be to support through Patreon. Um, there's there's multiple tiers depending on what um, everyone is comfortable with, but. Um, this is where I share my most intimate, you know, beginnings of the songs, the journey of the songs, just thoughts around different things I'm working on behind the scenes. And I've started something on there called the Vocal Sketchbook, which is just little random, sometimes just to make our days feel nice, you know, little like vocal ideas I've put in my phone and I just share them. Um, and I got vocal tips and stuff I share on there. So that's all my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Leah Meneker. And then, um, honestly, wherever you stream music to just follow me, or if it's on Bandcamp to, um, to purchase a song or something on there, I'm just trying to get as many people to hear my music as possible. Um, or you can connect with me on socials. Just um, say hi, and you know I just love connecting with people. So, lots of options. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Links will be in the description below. You will see the Patreon. Everything will be below in this episode. I want to thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you talking to us. It's been a really great way to spend this Sunday. Or, thank you. And 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 I want you to, to to take really great care of yourself. So because we need more music. Thank you so much. This was really really nice. It was really fun. <laughs> All right, take care of yourself. You too. All right. Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents. It's a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our wonderful host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. You gotta love that. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. I want to 
thank Leah Meneker for coming on. Thank you so much. You're a wonderful guest to have on. I had such a great time talking to you. Make sure you guys check out our music. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. The amazing, the spectacular Leah Meneker. Go get our music. Download it. Upload it. check i'm so excited this next this next band oh my god they're so great um I, I, I if you love 90s grunge rock if you love 90s just pop grunge underground rock if you like music that sounds like seattle from the 90s this next band high noon just an amazing band i had such a great time talking to high noon you can find them on spot on uh, spotify itunes and all streaming platforms but make sure you check them out on Bandcamp. they got music on Bandcamp. you can buy it but i'm telling you this this is such a great interview i had a great time talking to the guest high noon Questions is a production of Anchor.fm and the good people over at Spotify. The music you heard in the background was all given and provided to us by EpidemicSounds.com. We also want to thank the wonderful and gracious people of 1030 Designs for crafting our logos and promotional materials. Quince Questions executive producer is Jacqueline Stallworth. Our technical director is Zion Goldstein out of Southwest Philadelphia. Our editor-in-chief is Gina Dukes out of University section of Philadelphia. Our engineer is Caden Riley out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Our interviews are written and produced by Janet Gilmore. I'm Quincy Stowers. Thank you for listening and have a great day. What does it mean to be woke and free? means to be woke, educated, and enlightened, and you are unapologetically free to share your opinion while hearing out others, whether they agree with you or not. What does Woken Free mean to you? It means digging down to what's really going on, not accepting information just because you are told it is the truth. It is waking up to the idea that there is a story behind the story. It is freeing yourself from the chains of control. How does one become Woken Free? Make the decision, commit, to a woken free lifestyle and never look back. Subscribe to the educational and entertaining phenomenon of a podcast at wokenfree.com, W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com, and you will tune in every week for Woken Free Wednesday for an unforgettable show you can't get enough of. Woken Free is more than a podcast, it is a way of life.